The Monsters Playbook is an adventure podcast for grown-ups. It contains violence and profanity and deals with adult themes that may be uncomfortable for some listeners. Specific content warnings can be found in the episode show notes. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to the Monsters Playbook, a real play Monster of the Week podcast where I guess it's time for me to make up for all the stuff I put the players through in the last year plus of drama and trauma. I'm not going to, though, because of what I'm like. This week on the cover story, it's welcome to season three. Things have gone back to something approaching normal for our heroes, but you didn't think that would last, did you? Someone needs their help, and you are not going to like who it is. I'm John, and I play Mark Clayton. I'm Lauren, and I play Kira and Anna Ashwood. I'm Maya, and I play Theo Nessos. I'm Johnny, and I play literally everybody else. Let's get back to work. You guys, it's season three. So before we jump into the first mystery, uh, were there any changes to our characters aside from the obvious big one with Casey? Um, Last session, I also took the level up for Kira. Get command of your chapter of the sect from the initiate. And then Anna also leveled up and she took... (laughs) You're going to love this one. She took... Oh, no. What does that imply? When you suspect someone's in trouble and need to get to them in time to help, roll plus sharp, which she's great at, you guys. (laughs) On a 10 plus, you arrive in time to help. Pick only one option from the list below and take plus one on going to help resolve the situation. On a 7 to 9, you arrive, but you pick one option from the list below and the keeper picks one. On a miss, something dangerous blocks your path. Things that you can pick from, something has followed you, not before something bad happens, your presence makes it worse, you witness something heartbreaking, you must sacrifice something important to do so, you can't help everyone, you're in over your head, or you had to leave someone behind. Oh boy. I like this move. (laughs) I bet. And considering I think I still have zero or negative one sharp, should be great. (laughs) Those are the best ones. Mm -hmm. And Kira... Took out a business loan. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, do you want to start where you want to start or do you want to start where I want to start? You're the keeper, man. Yeah. (laughs) Tell us what to do, Dad. (laughs) Yeah. Where are we going, Dad? Are we there yet? Mark. The question is, where is Mark going? (laughs) Mark is at home. Mark is at home observing his obsidian centerpiece that he got from... (laughs) Home furniture. <laughs> <laughs> or no, 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 no. That sorry, got sorry. It, cast of Light. Got it from Cast of Light, which is sitting on furniture from Home Furniture. <laughs> That's correct. Then he has a thought about reaching out to his friend in there, uh, Lowry. Friend, air quotations. So you are sort of leaning over your table, looking at this. Large obsidian centerpiece, starting to try to focus on it, maybe feeling that small mental tug into elsewhere that comes along with something like meditation and a cannon like boom of a knock at your front door cracks your concentration. I think Mark gets up, kind of looks looks back across the couch from which he's sitting. Question. My door have windows on it. Can I see anything? It can. Why don't you roll read about situation? Okay. 
to decide whether your door has windows on it. Eight. Okay. So I think what that means is that the it, the door itself doesn't have any windows, but it has like a column of on, of windows on one or both sides. Okay. Like a big vertical window. But all you can really see is like a um a huge right shoulder and arm. Can I can I go incorporeal and just like pop my head out the wall and see? Yes. <laughs> of note, going incorporeal does not make you invisible. Oh. <laughs> it just makes oh, yeah. you intangible kind of. That's fair. Okay. Really wish I wouldn't have pointed that out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I think I've already said it because that's what Mark was thinking. So uh, that's going to happen, and I'm just going to pop my head out. Okay. Yeah, do relax under pressure. Why not? Ten. Okay. So you pop your head out, and you are faced like out of your front door, and you are faced immediately with the chest of what's clearly a dark off the rack suit. Oh wait, sorry, sorry. I was popping my head out by the window where I was sitting by the couch, so it would have been away from the door a little bit so I could like see who is there. So like a, like a, a living room window, so you want to Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I wouldn't be directly in front of him. I feel like <laughs> just be a pops into the dude's chest. <laughs> sorry, I, I just loved it so much more the other way. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, this is smarter. This is smarter. Okay, okay, <laughs> good for you. So yeah, you see a guy in a in a dark off the rack suit. Um, he's got like shaggy rust colored hair that's hanging a little bit into his face. He's he's huge. He's very tall and he's built like a refrigerator. Does he seem angry or like? Concerned? Like, can I tell any features about this individual? I need you to roll, uh, read a bad situation one more time. What's his disposition? That is the word I was looking for. Twelve. Sick. Okay. He looks um on the clock, and the other thing that you notice is that there is a extremely nice looking golden yellow town car at the end of your driveway that isn't usually there. I think Mark walks up to the door. Can I give you one more piece of information that you would have noticed with a 12? Yes. That would be lovely. Uh, he has a crown-shaped tie clip. A crown-shaped tie clip. Okay. Hello? He, I think Mark opens up the door a little bit and looks out. Can I help you? You Clayton? Yes. King wants to see you. The king wants to see me. Where, where are you taking me? See the king. What's Mark's disposition? Very curious, a little worried, and kind of taken back by the whole thing. Okay. Uh, I'll go with him. Okay. Do, am, am I going to be right back? Should I, should I lock, lock? I think Mark just closes his door and locks it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not going to answer your question there. I think picking up on your vibe as he sort of, as he pulls away, he looks at you in the rearview mirror and goes, Don't worry, I'm not here to hurt you. Mr. Crook wanted you hurt. He just sent gavel. That's kind of who I thought was mm-hmm. wanted to talk to me. Any idea what he wants to talk about? I'm just the driver, officially. How did you uh, how did you start working for Mr. What was his name again? Crook. <laughs> Roll manipulate someone. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that would be a four. <laughs> Charming. Well, Mark, Charming is Mark experience. <laughs> he needed a driver and he liked my resume. I think Mark nods his head and just kind of like slowly looks back to, to forward. <laughs> I bet you got some business back there you can mind. 
Now he won't answer even if you do talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Mark just kind of nods and just kind of just sits there. You play Parcheesi? <laughs> <laughs> so he'll drive you into and through downtown and get almost all the way to the north edge of it and pull into a a driveway that you had always sort of assumed just was like vestigial from somewhere else because it only led up to a wall. But that wall actually opens up like a garage door and it drives you in. And I'm not blindfolded or anything like that? Or No. The car does smell fantastic. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> like a like that new car smell, but with a, a little rosemary spice. Can you can you describe the interior of the car? Sure. So the exterior is all gold. Inside it's really plush, extremely soft, definitely recently polished leather. Okay. And and the age of this car, is this like a modern looking car? Is it very like like classic? This like... is maybe a twenty twenty two. Okay. I see. All right. It's the king. Of course. So yeah, then you walked into a quite elegant elevator, which takes you up a troubling number of floors. Also, I feel like Mark is in like a hoodie right now and like jeans, like very not presentation worthy. <laughs> Doesn't fit in with the, <laughs> the attire here. You probably haven't showered or combed your hair in a couple of days. <laughs> it takes a lot of work to move a couple pieces of furniture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i've been resting okay been doing labor <laughs> so okay yeah the elevator opens up into a pretty bustling office with a bunch of different cubicles people extremely well-dressed people running every which direction none of which i assume i would recognize no they all kind of feel like they seem like Maybe you would have seen them in like a catalog for fashion. They're all gorgeous. The men and women alike, extremely good, well cut hair, chiseled features, and dressed. I think Mark to starts feeling a little bit insecure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm only seven sometimes. <laughs> and then you are escorted to the largest door in on the floor. Is anyone like looking at me or is this just like routine? Like, do I get the vibe that this is different? Like, I think people, if you are getting a look, you're getting a like, oh, honey. (laughs) Great. (laughs) All right. Hmm, Like, oh, it's so nice that he he's doing this outreach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think Mark is a little bit annoyed by this. It's It's good to work in a place where the boss gives back to the community like this. The less less fortunate. You're walked in and this guy opens the door and silently gestures for you to go in. What? You don't need my gun or anything? You don't have a gun. (laughs) Mark chuckles a little bit and walks in. (laughs) So inside, as you likely expect, is a incredibly well-appointed office, all cherry wood and plush red carpet. And behind a very big desk and a gold-plated computer monitor, there sits... Rex Crook, who, by the way, is dressed like you've never seen him before. In your other encounters with Rex, he's been wearing kind of like golf shirts and khakis and comfortable shoes. But right now he is dressed in a suit that probably costs as much as two of your mortgage payments. No, six, a year of your mortgage payments. It's just the side of a tuxedo, really thin lapels, 
teeny tiny tie clip that is definitely a real pearl. Uh, the guy who brought you in walks over and says something in a small voice to Mr. Crook. And, and Rex says, thank you, Mr. Hand. Mark, I trust the drive wasn't too unpleasant. Oh, no, it was, it was fantastic. Nice car, by the way. Thank you. So, uh, why, what, what, what could I do for you today? Straight to the point. I thought I liked you. I want to hire you. In a world where I'd say, sure, why not? Um, I'd say that, but this isn't that world. Um, so what, uh, why? why? Why do you want to hire me? Because you work for a living and you're a talented investigator. What are you trying to get out of me? Information. About who? That I can't be seen trying to get myself. I'll be happy to brief you in full, but only once I know you'll be taking the job. Can't be wasting time or money, you understand. Time and money is definitely a thing. And information is more powerful than both together. And if I refuse? I think you've I think you've misunderstood the situation, Mr. Clayton. This isn't a threat, it's an opportunity. Well what's 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 in this for me? A large sum of money. And the opportunity to become and remain in my good graces. And the potential windfalls that could come therefrom. So you you think that you're in control of, of everything that's going on? Do you think that I'm in control of everything that's going on? I'm just trying to understand you. Because if I if I want to get into any business dealings, I need to know the other person. We're not becoming partners, Mark. Well, in, in some degree we are. You want to hire me because you I I hold information that you require, apparently. Or that I can uh, uh, get for you. Roll manipulate someone. Please miss. <laughs> that would be an 11. All right. What do you wish to know? Why are you the way that you are? <laughs> <laughs> a a good question, if not a particularly valuable one. Let's see. I am the way that I am because the world is the way that it is. And what is what is the world to you? A battleground. Between whom? Between men of power. And you feel that you need to play into this game that is so often been played? Mr. Clayton, I intend to win this game. And what is winning for you? Now that is a few steps above your pay grade. Look, I'm I'm not in any of this for any amount of money. I'm in this because I need to be here for everyone. My friends. For my family. What do you want? I've told you, Mark. I want to hire you. The question is, what do you want? I want this fight to be over. I want this to be done. But we're not fighting. Are we not? Should we have nothing to worry about? Should we continue to live our lives as though nothing is happening? Plenty is happening, Mark Clayton. The world is dangerous. But as long as you're no threat to me, I'm no threat to you. And who's not to say that 
you're not endangering people outside of us. Do you think I have this chair because I played it safe? This building, Mr. Han, my lovely cars, the world is dangerous. You are quite dangerous. It can be. It's what we do with the danger. It defines us. Don't you agree? I'd like to rent your kind of danger. As he says that, can I broadcast that to Kira and just just the team <laughs> effectively? Sure. Mark, without asking, suddenly pops in your head is like, hey guys, <laughs> like Kirk wants to hire. I, I, I think I'm literally just like transcribing just like opening exactly. a channel like opening a channel so then you guys hear rex Crook what rex is saying yes. in real time hmm. i'd like to rent your kind of danger oh fuck that guy <laughs> hannah i assume <laughs> do, do i know where uh kira is right now i don't it, you would have to roll to like because like right now you're just kind of like like you're a radio and you're flipping the switch on. It's plus weird. 10. Where's Kira? Um, she's probably at her new Dawnbreak headquarters in St. Paul. Kira's in St. Paul in a building you don't know. And so I wouldn't be able to teleport there. You can teleport right to me. Because there's a person you know there. Yeah. I think you hear Theo back in your head like, Mark, are you okay? I think Mark really trusts Kira, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of doing something crazy. <laughs> Can I tell if if there's any energy coming from Rex Cook, Cook in this instance? Like, is he, like, protected in any way or anything like that? Do you have third eye? Uh, I don't think so. He's got the whatever, oh, have the, the, whatever the spooky thing is, yeah. Oh, yep. Roll read a bad situation. 15. Okay. <laughs> Three questions. With a 15, I'll tell you about a bunch of things. You sort of look at him and through him and try to look at him and see the sort of ghostly life force energy that imbues him. And what you can see is that there's like there there is a slice of him that's that's gone. Like he's it's as though he's a he's a submarine with a skeleton crew just enough to keep him going just enough to keep him animated hmm interesting choice of words but it's different it's customized like something's been this is not the shape for lack of a better term of what this is supposed to look like and there's almost like a, I don't want to say signature, because not it's not quite that. It's like a, it's like an inscription. Like it's been edited. A modified entity. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's, his animating spirit was the vellum upon which a spell scroll was inscribed. Can I, can I get the vibe that this is just a, a, trace of him as though he is elsewhere sort of 
I mean, you get the vibe that there's 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 a huge part of his soul essence life force that's just straight up missing. He has no soul. We know yeah. that. Yeah. You don't get a sense of where it is or what happened to it. Mark's gonna get himself killed. Or <laughs> he could not. Uh, what are you gonna do? Mark, are you okay? Do you need us to be there? I think I'd like to rent you as well. And right when I say that, I'm oh gonna boy. I'm gonna run. And if he tries to do anything, I'm gonna phase through it and then try to push him into a portal and shoot and basically teleport us to Kira. So roll act under pressure, first of all. This is going to become vanishingly possible. Twelve. Fucking whoa. <laughs> oh my god. So I think, yeah, I think he's kind of like well and truly taken by surprise. Tries to duck out of the way, but you adjust your jump <laughs> and tackle him and push him through a portal that will take you to roll plus weird. I was going to say, do I need to roll plus weird for that one? <laughs> yes, you You're do. You're traveling with him, so yeah. Come on. If it was just you, on. you'd be fine. Twelve. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> We're going to Kira's. <laughs> So anyway, I was thinking we could put in um, weapons over here. (laughs) 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 And I think and I think I have my arm to his throat and I'm like holding it down like. This is what you get for fucking with my friends. (laughs) So would you, Lauren? Yeah. Like to describe the room in which you are standing? I think so. The new headquarters for Dawnbreak, Sakira, yeah, she took out a business loan and she got a a disused industrial warehouse building, I think. And she's like in the process of like refurbishing it, kind of. So I think it there's definitely like a, a lot of exposed brick, you know, like steel, like beams kind of going up into the, into the walls. There is probably like right now just like the bare essentials i think she's kind of working on building up everything moving it from previous what was at the dress barn moving it over to to this new place but i think uh the room that they're probably in right now is probably like the main artery of the building so it's very open lots of windows tall tall ceiling and yeah i think there's like some like a spiral staircase going up to the second floor. I'm kind of imagining that if eventually you'll have a sort of front office that yeah. by all appearances is the entirety of the property. Yeah. But like the then, bodega. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, well because what she the business that she is going after like to cover it over she's pretending that she has a private investigation firm. So that's probably what the front office would look like. And that's probably the most complete of anything, honestly. Great. Yep. So, yeah. But that's also probably not where you are right no, now. No, I think we're the, in the space behind it, like in the big main area yeah. of the building. So Mark and Rex slam <laughs> <laughs> with an incredibly expensive seeming leather swivel chair. <laughs> oh, he's in the chair still. The wheels of which pop off and bounce into the wall. <laughs> I wasn't ex- wasn't expecting the chair to come with, but that's awesome. <laughs> Sending a couple of Dawnbreak folks sort of trying to kick or who, catch. Who all is here from Dawnbreak at the moment? If you're if you're still in the process of shipping things yeah. over, 
then this is like there's maybe two people. Mm-hmm. Most of what's being done is packing and and moving. Yeah. So the the only there's only like two ish that are I think at the moment concerning themselves with a with building a wall. Okay. They but which they have taken their attention fully away from. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and towards <laughs> the really rich guy who's got the really poor looking guy standing on his chest. Uh. Yeah. No shit. Oh, and by the way. Point of information, uh, there's a 100% chance that the person you were talking to was Gad. So he's here too. Oh, Gad's here. Okay. I was I was assuming when the person like writing down shit was, was Gad. Your second. Oh. Kira kind of like fucking moves back. She looks at Mark and Rex and she's like, um. Help! And I imagine I have, or I guess the, what I would have done is probably like pushed him, fell into it. And then when I came back to right in front of you guys i had my arm like pin pinned him down kind of underneath his chin or something like that so i've got him in kind of a headlock right now i've got rex i see that why is he in my building i i figured you could help with this situation uh, he looks broadly around and chokes out your building <sighs> um can <laughs> i want kira to like i think i think i like I, I look at you and like I'm shooting this in my mind like get something to tie him. <laughs> I want Kira to try to do some magic. Okay. I want to see if she can conjure shadow to form shackles. Ooh, shadow shackles. That kind of like solidify. <laughs> Roll use magic. 11. Ooh. Okay. Some of the shadows from the the wall that the Dawnbreak people are trying to build extend and slither towards Rex. And wrap themselves around his arms and throat. Okay. I think Mark gets up and he's just like breathing really heavily like. (sighs) What do you think you're doing, Mark? Something I should have done a long time ago. Do you want to tell me what's going on? He would like to hire me for whatever. Interesting. A man of your means coming to us for help. Well, sorry, Mark for help. When... You tried to kill him. Times have changed. You're desperate. He's hanging on by a thread right now. I can see through you. What information are you looking for? Are you taking the job? Give us one reason why we should even entertain another thought from your fucking mouth. (laughs) He looks vaguely around. I'll give you 75,000 reasons. You think money is what we're after? I think I have it, and you don't. Am I able to pinpoint where that money is, or like any... I don't think he has it on him. That'd be a lot of cash. (laughs) I mean, I do want to point out to you, Kira, too, that this is uh, many times better dressed than you've ever seen Rex, though he does not look quite all that powerful. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's older, and he's got, you know, a few extra pounds, but he knows how to dress it. You're in the business of making deals, aren't you, Rex? He just looks at you hard and doesn't say anything. I don't think Mark and I are after your money. You're a man of influence. Maybe you can help us with something else. A favor, then? An agreement. He moves as though to shrug, but only opens up his palms to the air. I I think Mark in his head, do you really trust this guy to hold up a bargain? Fuck no. But we know somebody fucked him over. 
that is also an enemy of ours. I think Mark nods. How's Nathaniel Rose? What an odd question. Your friends, right? Been working together. I think Mark reaches back out to Theo and answers her finally. It's just like, sorry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, we're, we're fine. Um, we've got Rex Crook. I grabbed him and we're at, we're at dawn break. But you're okay? We're, we're fine. We've got him shackled right now. If you have him at dawn break, you and Kira must have him in good hands. Do you need help? Do you need me to show up? I can be there if you need me. I just don't want to put you in any harm's way. I don't know what this guy is capable of. I can't handle myself, Mark. I appreciate the gesture, but I can hold my own. You're, you're right. Um, we, we could definitely use you here. I just, this guy's got me on edge. Sure, I mean, he's dating your mom. <laughs> Stepfathers, am I right? That <laughs> is what I needed to hear 100%, Theo. <laughs> I, I, I think I I look at Kira and I'll be like, I'll be right back. And I'm going to teleport and grab Theo. So anyway, Kay. as I was saying, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny? Oh, that because you, you guys are like totally just talking. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> And then just like, okay, so reinforce this wall. We'll probably have. Uh... <laughs> um, I mean, I think that Theo is in her. Theo is in her family library. Oh, well. All right, going back to the next. <laughs> this is this is this is the new like tele telepathy thing. Now you're just popping in on people. <laughs> without knocking you cannot (laughs) penetrate without consent oh boy (laughs) this is this is rated pg guys come on (laughs) what podcast have you been listening to yeah listener discretion is advised jesus okay (laughs) mark you tear open a portal walk a little bit shift yourself to another place and tear open the portal and you are um just outside of the Nessos family gate. Oh, doesn't go directly in. Interesting. Maybe it's that druid magic, yo. Can I tell if there's like a, a field or anything like that? Like, you can tell that you didn't go where you thought you were going to go. I think Mark is kind of just like taken back by it a little bit. Looks down at his hands. Looks up. Theo, I, 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 I can't get in your house. I just tried to pick you up. What's up? What's going on? Oh. Uh, just security measures. Um, where are you right now? Uh, um, I'm, I'm outside on the road. I'm, okay. I should probably get on the sidewalk. All right. I'll be right there. I'll come outside. Okay. Uh, Thea's going to gather her shit and then uh, hurry outside. There's a ratty boy outside that has been inside too long. <laughs> hey, um, no one knows that I'm here, right? Uh, I mean, not unless you make yourself known. Okay, good. Let's go. And then we just jump into the portal. And back to- <laughs> oh. Roll plus weird. 11. Ah, not bad. Doing okay on these uh, teleports tonight. <laughs> Why would you say that? The dice can hear you. I was going to say knock and on so the- can I, Mark. <laughs> I think while Mark was doing that for Theo, I think Kira would have collect is the chair that he teleported in just busted now 
I mean, the the couple of the wheels have popped off, but it's a sturdy chair. Are you legit sitting on the chair, just kind of like talking to him on the floor? No, Kira, Kira would Kira would pull up a chair and she'd say, "Have a seat." Okay. So you'd let you'd let him get up and out of the chair. I'd let him sit down in another chair <laughs> across from her. <laughs> I think she might like kind of pick him up and then like just plop him down into a seat. You know, like still restrained. Yeah. Okay. I'm officially insulted. Insulted. You should be grateful. As I come through the portal, I, I I just immediately break into conversation. So I am curious, why did you want to hire me? Because no one would expect me to. Nathaniel Rose. There's that name again. He's using you. What do you mean? He's trying to get you a soul, right? He narrows his eyes. He's not. He's trying to get one for his friend. John Grawl. You see, we've done our research. He was playing you, using you for your money. He wasn't planning on giving you a soul at all. Roll manipulate someone. So that's an 11, but then with uh, my plus one because of Mystic, it's a 12th advanced move. Well, son of a bitch. (laughs) And I suppose you're just telling me this information out of the goodness of your heart. (laughs) The difference between me and you. I actually have a heart. But no, I wanted to come to an agreement. Nathaniel Rose has been in a thorn in our side about as much as you. But he's a mutual enemy. If your information pans out. He's bankrupt. He doesn't have any money. He's been using old Stroud properties to cover the fact that he doesn't have any, any assets of his own anymore. He had a soul silo installed, and he got a soul, but it wasn't for you. And you want me to pull the bricks out from under his foundation? I want you to destroy Nathaniel Rose. Get rid of whatever resources that he has, expose him for the fraud that he is, and he won't have any resources anymore. That's quite a favor, Miss Ashwood. Well... Considering you are coming to us, I'd wager you're pretty desperate. He looks at the floor. He looks at the walls. He looks at the people building the walls. And he says, considering you're using in-house talent, I'd bet you're pretty desperate as well. Call it the first step in what promises to be a prosperous partnership. You do this for me, maybe another favor or two. I'll make the world forget Nathaniel Rose's name. I don't know about that. You need to show us a good show of faith. We haven't come after you yet. You've come after us a couple times. Mark in the corner. (laughs) (laughs) How's Dagny? seen her lately she probably hasn't seen you oh cause she got no eyes (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) evil Rex thinks for a second considering his words almost as carefully as I am Mm -hmm. (laughs) in my defense Miss Ashwood you are 
extremely valuable to those who know what you can do. And people even worse than myself were gunning for you. Stop, I'm blushing. Oh, I don't flatter. But I wasn't just going to kill you. Don't be stupid. No, they never just want to kill. They always want something. Use me for something. Keep you from something, maybe. What? Ending the world? Maybe I just want to buy the atom bomb and bury it in my backyard. Maybe I just don't want someone else to shoot the gun to change this game. You sure seem to know a lot about me. Tell us something about Nathaniel Rose. Something that we don't know. Then maybe we'll consider. Bold. Roll manipulate someone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, nine. (sighs) (laughs) He puts ketchup on his steak, the Philistine. Okay, then. And Kira's gonna lean him back in the chair so that he almost, like, hits his head against the fucking, like, concrete. And stop him just before he hits the ground. Okay. Do I look like I'm joking to you, RJ? No. You look like you're making a mistake. We're making a mistake. And and uh, I think he, uh, Mark holds up, like, fiery hands. Anytime, Mr. Hand. Give us something useful... Considering that you are the man that has tried to kill not one of us, but at least two of us. Here's something useful. Mark, do you notice anything odd about Ms. Ashwood's cheek? There is, in fact, Mark, a red laser sight jiggling about at Kira's head and neck. Can Theo immediately put up a wall of force or a dome of force around us? Really use magic. I think Mark instinctually, because he gets asked first, is also going to jump in front of it. Hey, Theo. Yeah. yeah. I, know, I know there's a lot going on. There um, is. But uh, what'd you roll? <laughs> Theo rolled a six. Um, also, whenever I use magic and I miss. It never affects you. There is a backlash. Because I have bad luck charm. Because I am the hex. Mm-hmm. Your wall, your wall of force becomes a um, mobile wall of force, and it shoves Mark Clayton across the room and against the wall in progress where he is now <sighs> pinned. God damn it! Can I, can I, can I reach out after being when the wind knocked out of me in my head? Just be like. Shadow form. I, yeah, no, I was I was literally about to do that. I think Kira, everything except for her eyes is going to just turn into shadow. I find it necessary to point out that today I came in peace. Well, not here. There's no reason for this to erupt into ugliness. I'll admit that at the time that I did the things you mentioned, I was much closer to the end of my rope than the top of my game. But as I said... Things have changed. What's changed? That's above your pay grade. Suffice it to say, I'm somewhat less desperate than I've been in the past. (sighs) I find you 
falling outside of my crosshairs. Kira, is there anything? And if Nathaniel Rose is bad to you as you say, and I'm willing to put aside our differences, I don't see what you gain by refusing to do the same. It's just a little hard to trust someone who's come after us several times and who currently has a gun trained on my fucking face. In my defense, he leans forward, straining against the shadow. This was not offensive, Miss Ashwood. I think Kira looks to Theo, looks to Mark, and tries to gauge their reactions. Like, should we accept? <laughs> Mark is plastered against the wall. <laughs> what Theo was trying to say, he did come to Mark peacefully. And you know what they say. Keep your enemies closer. Mark wants to kill him right now. Like, I, I, I mean, he doesn't say anything because he's against the wall, but he's just like fuming. Yeah. But if it would make you feel any better, Kira, and I think Theo might walk up to Rex. Mm-hmm. Theo takes out from her fanny pack um, a pair of scissors. What is and going like, on? Oh, excuse me. And like trims some of his hair and like puts it in a little vial. Just a little bit of a safety measure. Kira will uh, get out of the shadows and she'll look at RJ. Get Rex. <clears throat> Fine. If you promise to hold up your end of the bargain and ruin Nathaniel Rose and don't come after us or anyone that we care about, and we will look into whatever this little matter is. This job alone won't buy you Nathaniel Rose, but it will go a long way. I do promise not to come after you unless you give me reason. Well, then don't give us a reason to lose faith with you. He shows you his teeth, tugs at his shadow restraints, and goes, May I? Kira will remove them. He'll raise up a hand towards the direction where the laser sight was coming from. It immediately disappears. Can I see out the window if it's the hand? There is a helicopter out the window. Mm-hmm. And we have a deal? You straighten his, his jacket. We have a deal. Wonderful. And I want Kira to hold out a hand. Rex will take it, shake it once, brusquely. I want, um, when she grabs his hand, I want it to be really fucking firm. And I want, like, some shadow to, like, coil around their hands. He'll look down at his hand to look up at you and go, is this customary? No, just wanted to freak you out. <laughs> as, as he turns, I assume he's turning around to leave? No, he turns to you, Mark. I think I'm just getting off of the wall and I have broken glasses. And I'm like, <clears throat> nice suit. <laughs> and then I just go walk over <laughs> the other way. He mumbles and goes, this could have been easier. No response. <laughs> well, if you're all going to be in on this job, then I suppose we might as well do this here. And if you're going to be setting up what I think you're setting up, you should have a listening station in the back. Listening station? It's the last place people will think to look for it, and you'll want you'll want to know what's going on with the rest of your operations. I'll take it under advisement. 
I trust you well. I am I correct to assume that Rex kind of just leaves? Well, no, he wants, he wants to, to tell, tell you us, about this job. Tell us about the job. Okay, fine. Would you rather meet up with him later? No, 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 it's fine. Theo was just going to check on Mark. Theo can check on Mark. So Mark goes over to the window and he's looking at his glasses and he like tweaks his glasses and like breaks off the arm and he's like, <sighs> and just like throws him, throws him in the trash. <laughs> just... I think you like feel like a hand on like your like upper arm. Hey, sorry, sorry about that. Oh, it's it's fine. And I think he was gonna like pick up the glasses from like the trash. Oh, I'm I'm really sorry. Here, let me. No, it's 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 okay. I need a I need some well some new ones here, anyway. I... Hold on, let me try something. Can I? Are you going to animate my glasses? <laughs> Would I be able to fix these with magic? Uh, if you have some, if you have some material to alchemize, maybe. I mean, Theo might have like metal flakes, but like I have entropy as like a effect. I don't know if that'll work. Well, that'd be kind the of the opposite, opposite of what yeah. you need to, yeah. to happen. You need creation. You 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 need basically alchemy. You need full metal alchemist magic. Um, speaking of magic, can Anna just like show up? Why don't you roll manipulate someone? Oh God, we haven't told any. <laughs> we haven't told her. About Anna, well, yeah, Anna has. Anna knows. Anna knows that she heard what Rex said, but then she hasn't heard anything since. Right. Nine. Okay. A column of smoke that smells overpoweringly like jasmine flowers and cigarettes appears in one of the corners of this room out of which steps uh, Lincoln Ramsey and Anna looking slightly grumpy like she's going to have to work a couple of weekends coming up. (laughs) (laughs) I think Theo is just going to like pocket Mark's glasses. He's just going to walk around with fiery eyes in here. Theo's going to give him her own glasses, which are definitely like, like aviators, but then the sides are like hot pink. <laughs> are they at all magically protected? No, they're just her glasses, just her sunglasses. Mm, they oh, won't no. burn through those quickly. <laughs> oh no! Oh. Mark, do, do I have to r- roll to remember the fact that no, glasses you, you definitely know. Okay. The question is just: Do you think it would be funny if you did this Aww. anyway? No, because like I, feel, I would feel bad for Theo because she's trying to do something nice for me. But like, <laughs> so yeah. Then Mark kind of looks at them as like, it's not gonna. Yeah, she she hands them to me, and I I <laughs> I look at her and go, you know, these are gonna melt, right? Look, it's it's fine. I'll I'll get some new glasses. It's not a big deal. But thank you. Yeah, sure. Theo's gonna pocket the glasses. I think Mark's going to go back to look out the window again. Let's at this point in our long, proud history of forgetting to do this until pre-rolls. hours in, do our pre-mystery <laughs> rolls. Yeah. I got premonition since I was a baby. So what was that, John? 13. Kira rolled an 11 for a woman with a plan. So she gets two holds. And then she needs to roll, what is it, plus charm for the sect thing? She rolls an 8 for the sect thing for the initiate. So you get a mission associated with the mystery. 
And if you do it, you'll get some info or help too. I haven't done my shit for Bathroom Beyond. <laughs> I still need to do my shit, don't I? That's correct. Also, what is the side effect of that if you don't do it? You just don't get that move. Oh, you just don't. Until you either atone for it or do it. Yeah. So that's always an option. You can always find some other way to try to make amends. Anna got a nine for vision. So I'll say Kira. Yes. Edgar has put you onto somebody. A woman who goes by the name Tower. Hmm. What's Tower's deal? She's in food manufacturing. Olive oil, mainly. Okay. But there's weird magical aura shit going on with her. And she's high enough placed in her organization that she has files that your people could use. If you find the time, get to her building, find her, infiltrate her office. What building is she out of company? The main olive oil company is called Genco. G-E-N-C-O. So... The mission specifically is to what? Infiltrate her office and steal any files that seem worthwhile. Okay. Okay. Mark. Yes. You get a detailed vision of something bad that's about to happen. I think I want to do two things with you, Mark. It pleases me to do so. I don't like that. <laughs> so the first thing you get, which is a vision that you sort of just got after you after your little ordeal mm-hmm. with the wall of force. Which is, uh, well, well, it's horrible because you see in this vision Theo and Kira and Anna uh, lying on the grassy wooded floor of some sort of clearing, totally emaciated. And then in some kind of reclined chair, you see it takes you a second to recognize him. But in that sort of dream logic, you do also almost immediately know it's Preston Lariat, a figure in like a, a hooded sweatshirt, not unlike your own, with the hood up so you can't quite see their face, is um, pulling a dagger out from Preston's chest and dragging something with it. The something that it's dragging is ethereal, desperate, and screaming and it looks implacably familiar the hell was that just kind of out of a dismayment like i just kind of like look around and like make sure everything is as it was (laughs) yep you look around and see all all your friends with their faces the the color and shape that they're supposed to be i think mark just kind of shakes it off and continues looking out the window and is thinking about I think he's he's thinking about reaching out to to there. You can sure think of it. Can, I'm sorry, can you re- tell me what a nine means, Anna? Yeah. Uh, so you're constantly shown visions of your loved ones in peril. On a seven to nine, you were only shown the vision and you mark experience if you stop it. Whereas opposed to a 10 plus, you're shown a detailed scenario, something bad happening, but you may ask one read a bad situation question in that moment. Anna, I think you see Ramsey Lincoln. Oh my gosh. Somebody other than Kira? You are building a community. Oh. I think she's running also down in some sort of wooded floor with trees all around, almost practically a tunnel. And she sort of gets swooped and tackled by a 
flying spirit thing. But she knows exactly what to do. She pulls out a small sort of flare gun that's filled with salt, fires it. It doesn't stop the thing. And she goes, fuck. And it devours her. Uh. And now, (laughs) Rex, having set up for himself a card table that nascent buildings inevitably have, Mm -hmm. and put the remains of his elegant desk chair behind it, flanked by Mr. Hand, who landed his helicopter on the roof of your warehouse. Rude. (laughs) There's not a helicopter pad up there. Uh. There doesn't have to be. Mr. Hand is quite capable. Uh. Starts to explain. Preston Lariat is in my town, sniffing around my businesses, my people. I need you to find out why. For obvious reasons, I can't be seen investigating this matter myself. If there's something he knows about my people that I don't, I can't have that coming to light. So you just need to know why he's looking into you? What he's after? How old are you, Ms. Ashwood? 28. Why do you ask? They were a bit before your time, but when I was your age, the Lariats were something of a household name. If they're sniffing around, there's something strange going on. And if one of my people is up to something strange without my knowledge, I would prefer not to tip my hand. So Rex thinks that somebody within like his sphere is doing something that's getting the attention of the Lariat family. And yes. he basically wants to put a stop to that. Okay. Dumb John question. Was Preston Larry's? <laughs> yes. You met him extremely briefly and extremely drunk when you went to Chicago. Okay. He's part of a old monster hunting family. Okay. They were we were told that they could be trusted. But yeah, he was super drunk, so we didn't really work <laughs> with him at all. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, oh. Tommy I basically Sorry. sat I'm on him <laughs> while you guys went. <laughs> oh, Tommy. Yeah, he did. I okay. I think I remember that scenario in the mm-hmm. restaurant and everything. Is that what I'm yep. remembering? Okay. Which is an interesting. It's interesting that the Lariat family, because wasn't Lariat the name of like Lowry? Mark Sal. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which is why I was confused. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's unclear what the connection totally is. But yeah. Okay. It is unclear, isn't it? Why did you come to me specifically first before anyone else? I thought you were a reasonable young man. Plus, I thought, give you a job, my way of looking after you. I look at Kira and I just like turn around and walk away. <laughs> I think Anna like steps up to the rest of the group and is like, wow, who knew you were so paternal? He'll give Kira a clearly burner telephone. This phone has one number in its speed dial. Contact that number only if you wish to get in touch with me. And then he and Hand will go to the roof, climb into the helicopter, and fly away. I do think I like as he's like leaving the like probably the stairwell to go up to the roof. I want Kira to just kind of call after him and be like, "Better not see you on this property unless I invite you." I'm trying to build something here. Have a good day, RJ. 
Building anything takes capital, Miss Ashwood. I wish you the best. Welcome to the intermission of the first episode of season three. How we feeling? Are we feeling hyped? Yeah. A little hyped, a little scared. (laughs) (laughs) That was a sad yeah. Well, I'm excited. I know some of you miss Casey. I miss her too. But now we get all Theo and... It's going to be great, guys. Mm -hmm. Per usual, we've got a couple of things to announce and a lot of new things to go over. So we'll try to be quick about it, but there's a lot and we're excited to share it with you. As you guys probably heard, we have officially launched our Patreon. Very exciting over here. Woo-woo! Patreon! We are very excited to be creating lots of new additional content in the form of blooper reels, new episodes, postcards, merch, and so, so much more. So head on over to patreon.com slash monstersplaybook now if you want to subscribe and join in the fun. I promise you guys, we worked really hard on it. There's a lot of really, really cool things in there. So Lauren did a great job at putting together the blooper reels. They're yes. very good. Uh, so yes, our first blooper reel uh, we have is available, and as well as our first bonus episode, those are available now. Uh, our blooper reels will be coming out at the conclusion of each mystery arc. So the first one we have is for uh, the drum arc, and oh boy, there's a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then our first uh, couple episodes, we are going to be doing a mini series of Blades in the Dark. Watch out. And we're doing a little mini campaign. It is so fun. We get to do heists. We get to be little villain kind of creature thieves. People not really villains, but we get to be thieves. And so with our Patreon launch, uh, we are also doing a giveaway that's going to be running through April 7th. So be sure to head on over to our social media accounts and all the details will be over there for that. Uh, and potentially you can win a hardcover copy of Monster of the Week and so much more. So really cool stuff. Ooh. Go and check it out. Other things we do have next week on March 21st, Johnny will be back with a bonus episode of Book Club, where he sat down with Natalie from the Storyteller Squad and Zoe from the Writer's Room to talk about uh, tabletop role-playing game safety tools. So it's a really awesome, fun episode about how to make sure that everyone is having a good and safe time while playing these games, because that's what we want to do. We want to have fun when we're playing. And they're going to go over lots of resources that you can put into practice at your table. So you guys will definitely want to check it out. Natalie and Zoe are so smart. Listen to it. It's awesome. (laughs) Um, And then after that, of course, we will be back with our next episode of The Cover Story on March 28th. So be sure to check in for that. So outside of Patreon, if you would like to support our show, you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever your preferred listening platform is. And don't forget, tell your friends. Word of mouth is the best way to get our show noticed. You can also follow us on social media. We have a Twitter which is at Monster Playbook. We also have Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, which is at Monsters Playbook. You can also join us on Discord. Recently, our food channel was popping off. We also have a dice channel. We also have a Ask Us Anything. So if you're wondering about when is Mark going to get a new rock or go shopping, when is Anna's next 
uh, study session with Lincoln Ramsey, Ramsey Lincoln, you can ask us that or whatever else you can think of. And we have listening parties. <laughs> yes, we do have listening parties. It is a lot of fun. Uh, we enjoy listening to the newest episode with you guys. So we hope that you can join us. It is usually at 7 p.m. Central Time on Tuesdays, the day of the new episode release. You can also support us on Ko-Fi or by buying some of our merch. If you are wondering where you can find all this stuff, all these links and things, you can find them in our Direct Me profile in this episode's show notes. Our promo for this week is for Dice Populi, a Dungeons & Dragons anthology series where they have a little bit of a twist. When one dungeon master finishes their adventure, the next takes over all within a single seafaring campaign called Dicey Waters. Let's take a listen. Okay, this is the hardest part of any role-playing game. Who wants to be the dungeon master? I do, me. me. Everyone? We could aid a desperate town in their hunt for a savage beast. Or sail to a hidden isle full of talking turtles. I love turtles. Or tracking down a band of pirates to save your best friend. Five DMs, five great ideas. I guess we'll have to play them all. Set sail with us for a podcast adventure full of music, laughter, and friendship on Dice Populi. Listen to these stories and more at DicePopuli.com. You can find out more about Dice Populi and where to find them at DicePopuli.com or on Twitter at Dice Populi. Be sure to check them out wherever you get your podcasts. And with that, should we get back to the first episode of Season 3, Maya? Yes, let's get season three rolling. Woohoo! I just sounded like Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo! Okay. What now? <laughs> See Mark's in the corner of the room. Well, that was fun. I need to go buy new glasses. Was it Ramsey or Lincoln that teleported Anna? Lincoln. It was Lincoln? Okay. Is Lincoln still here? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I think Anna will look around and just be like... Well, I had another fun vision. <clears throat> yeah, me too. Uh, um, Mark, did you have one? <laughs> I'm talking about this out loud. <laughs> Would anyone else like to talk <laughs> out loud? <laughs> or forever hold your peace? <laughs> um, yeah, and I think Anna will turn to uh, Lincoln and say, yeah, it was Ramsey. Something was chasing you, and you seemed like you knew what it was. You tried shooting it with some sort of gun with salt in it, but it didn't work, and it fucking ate you. Does that sound familiar by any means, Lincoln? If I was trying to shoot it with salt, that would be like some kind of spirit entity. But it didn't work. Why didn't it work? I don't know. It looked it looked like spirit-like, right, Johnny? Yeah. Like ethereal kind of? Yeah, I think, I mean, for... From what you could tell, yeah, it just looked like a ghost. Maybe a little more liquid than smoke. Okay. I'll describe that to, to Lincoln. Does that sound like anything familiar? What was your vision, Mark? Think it's the same fucking thing? Hell of a lot different than what I saw. You guys all mangled, laying around. Preston Lariat sitting in a chair, getting a knife this ethereal entity coming out of his chest, screaming, and this this hooded figure just pulling this out of Preston Lariat. Huh. And it was screaming. I I I, I don't know what to make of it. Can Kira roll Dark Past? Sure. 13. Okay. 
two questions, right? Yeah. When I dealt with this creature or one of its kind, what did I learn? You've never dealt with just this creature before. In the in your past encounters with it, it's always just been an element of something else. But what you learned about it is that it's it can kind of be used as a substitute to bind a soul, a heartbeat, and an animating spirit together. I think it was actually in the absence of an animating spirit in my recollection, specifically Quinn's soul. Second question, what black magic do I know that could help here? Hmm. I don't know that Kira does know black magic that would help here, but Anna might. Oh. Depending on how well she's been paying attention to her lessons from Ramsey Lincoln. Do you guys know anything that could help here? Any magic or something? It's the same sort of situation that was going on with Quinn. <laughs> In the TV show version of this, Anna looks at Lincoln and Lincoln looks at Anna and they both, a fraction of a second apart, say, um, Lincoln confidently and Anna frustratedly. Ether touch. It's something they've been working on and they've been, and Ramsey has been, or Lincoln has been trying to get Anna to get better at it. What does that mean? The capacity to contact and physically affect the non-physical. You know how when you strike at a ghost with a sword that's not made out of iron, it doesn't do anything? Or when you try to punch it, it just isn't, it's like it isn't there. You can phase through focus your hands and skin to contact and move the non-physical. Cool. I like it. And Anna sucks at it. <laughs> it's really hard, okay? Does Ramsey and Anna like explain this? Oh yeah. Yeah. Anna would Anna would explain all of that and she'd be like, I don't know. Apparently like <sighs> you can like really channel and focus and whatever you can you can interact and like kind of phase with with the things and interact with the things that normally you wouldn't things that would be incorporeal kind of make them corporeal oh my god what isn't that what it is kind of you're not supposed to do that oh oh right magia well i mean i'm all game for not doing it because it fucking sucks it like that's clear. Hurts. Okay, you know, I'm trying. Hang on, let's go back," says Lincoln. Hey, Maggio, why not? I'm sorry, and you are? Oh, this is my boss. Oh, this is uh, this is Lincoln, Lincoln Ramsey, owner of the Clockwork Child. Yes. Friend of yours? Yes. Then quieter. Is she cool? Don't tell anyone, but she's the coolest of all of them. <laughs> all right. Mark's like, I heard that. <laughs> Honestly, roll act under pressure. Me? Yes. Oh. To whisper. <laughs> okay. Seven. One person hears you get to choose who. Theo. Okay. Theo, I just said something. <laughs> um, yeah. I think Lincoln walks up to you, Theo, and like thrusts out a hand. Brusquely, in a manner that on anyone else would seem rude, 
but you kind of get the sense that this is just how this dude moves his body. And he's like, Lincoln Ramsey, I'm, I've heard about your people. Theo will shake his hand. Theo Jones, nice to meet you. Lincoln arches an eyebrow. You don't look much like a Jones. You don't look much like a Lincoln. Fair enough. And he sort of walks away, just sort of offhandedly over his shoulder. I always thought that was weird. That you put a cap on a power like that. Is there ever a why? Cap on what? Your whole not supposed to thing. Well, you shouldn't. Why? Well, it's dangerous. You don't know what you're truly messing with when you mess with the dead. Certain kinds of dead. We sure do. We learn more about them every day. The uncrossed. Those still here. But you just mush them all out as a category. Seems extreme. Something happened or something? <sighs> I get it. I get it. I'm a stranger. First time, first time meeting. But hey, I'm curious. I don't get to talk about this stuff with a lot of people. You mean the Maggio? I mean magic. I sell candles and records way more than I sell actually powerful shit. It's exhausting. So I'm proud to be something of a silent partner here. Shaping up. Thank you, says Kira. <sighs> Interior damage is notwithstanding, and she looks at the wall that was <laughs> crumpled from where Mark hit it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're going to have to redo that whole vertical. And my back. <laughs> That's all right. It's just things. It's not things, Kira. It's a place. Make it yours and it can do things for you. Yeah. Thanks again, by the way, for, you know, agreeing to work with me. Thank me by succeeding. <laughs> we'll try. I know. No, I will. <laughs> <laughs> There's a good Jedi. How do so? How does this um, whole what was it called? Ether touch thing work? How do we how do we do it? <laughs> I want Lincoln to gesture to Anna as though to have her explain. Um, and I kind of want Anna to storm out. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. <laughs> it just leaves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it's not my area of expertise. A plus on power, D minus on patience. He says to Kira. It's delicate, obviously. You have to see and hold two images of yourself at precisely the same time in two vastly different places, but also in the same place. They have to overlap and they have to reach vast distances simultaneously. Think about it like patting your head and rubbing your tummy, but on an astral scale. Okay. It takes focus, energy, patience, and then two kinds of strength to do what you want to do to the entity or with it. Is there, so is there like this ether touch ritual or whatever that you can do with the spell? 
Does what each of us more of a skill? Would each of us have to do this individually, or is this something that we could have passengers also step into this astral realm? Essentially, what do you? What's the? What are you really asking? So, like, would we all individually have to do this separately, or could it be some sort of like we do it collectively, like as a group? Oh, um, I think Lincoln crosses his arms thoughtfully. Are you really? considering doing this i mean if it's gonna save someone yeah i don't i don't know if i can be of much help kira unfortunately what's wrong with that kind of magic it's dangerous she means it's illegal illegal according to who magio she'll get in trouble with pops you don't know my family i don't know your family but i know families The last time I did anything remotely like this, I lost part of myself. I think Kira like looks at Theo meaningfully. Is she talking about the finger? Yes. You don't have to be a part of it. Is this skill, does it help to have somebody who's grounded to return back to? It kind of only works if you can ground yourself. It's mind, body, spirit, three places in one moment. Technically, anyone can learn how to do it. Technically. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that there's there's other things we can do. This might be our one of our best methods to help. If you don't feel comfortable, Theo, that's fine. I prefer figuring out what we're actually up against before I start saying there's nothing else to do. I know, I agree. I think we should vet whatever this thing is, figure out, scope it out. We've got a couple of things to look into, it sounds like. Or who knows, maybe it's the same fucking thing. You can do it, just I can't, I can't help. I'm sorry. If there's anything else. Rams is going to, or Lincoln's going to look around at all of you guys and be like, so did you really meet Preston Lariat? How is he? Drunk. (laughs) Oh, that's too bad. You know him? By reputation. I know the family. Well, we're supposed to track him down. Do you have any idea where we might find him? Ordinarily, I'd say you're in the wrong city. Apparently, he's here. Apparently. And we wouldn't want to go back to Chicago anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Does he have any idea? We'll investigate a mystery on his behalf. Using whose stats? Anna's. Mm, no. <laughs> Why? Roll well. Roll well, my little Anna. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go profile mode. <laughs> he didn't have to. Two. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> the dice have ears. Oh, Anna, I really need to... <laughs> Improve your sharp. I know that his father's name was Winston. Okay. (laughs) Does that help? Look, if he's investigating Rex Crook's people, I'd start with looking into Rex Crook's people. Good thinking. Actually, I think we might know where we can find Preston. And Kira looks at Mark. (laughs) Huh? Oh, my. Mark can just fucking teleport right to him or use tune in. (laughs) 
Or telepathy. We've met him. <laughs> but you could you could figure out where he is, uh, if, if anything. Like, if we need to track him down, you could probably... Yeah, just use, pop use my head te- Well, you could use telepathy. You could use whatever. You don't even have to teleport, probably. Fine. You want me to go grab him? Well, figure out where he is, what he's doing. I mean, oh, don't just teleport without, like... Get, you, can, you can literally, like... Consent. <laughs> you can literally, like... Peer into people's minds, which again, not always great to do that, but like m- maybe slightly better than just showing up. I think as Mark is like staring at, <laughs> he's he's already like trying to communicate with Preston Lariat and like try to pinpoint his location. Roll two then. I mean, imagine the embarrassing situation if you poof in on somebody like going to the bathroom or like having sex or, you know, worse. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> I didn't think there about have it like been that. lines in this game. <laughs> are, are you no pooping? <laughs> <laughs> well, there was that one time when we went to Duluth. Oh, uh, don't remind me. That's true. Where, that's Mark, true. That's true. Mark, we said we would never speak of it again. <laughs> we knocked. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, I got a 10. Ask three questions. Where is this nefarious individual at the it's moment? Not nefarious. Soon to be no. You get a very clear, like, sort of limited bubble of vision of him uh, crouching with a telephoto lens in some bushes, and you can clearly tell through dream logic that he is on the sort of northwest edge of Lake of the Isles. <laughs> I want this all to be happening as as Anna was talking to me. Just like I'm just like staring at her. Uh-huh. She thinks I'm retaining sure. what she's saying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But you're like fire he's a, he's eyes like are right rolling here. back in your head, but she can't <laughs> tell because they're still on fire. <laughs> um What is Preston Lariat's biggest threat? Whoever's been going back and forth from here to there mm-hmm. with alarming frequency lately. Oh. What is Preston Lariat planning to do right now? I always wonder how specific I have to be. But right, right now, he is intending to prove either the relative innocence or guilt of the captain. Mm. Mark, that would shake something loose, I think. Because, Mark, as an investigative reporter... I don't know that you would have done much on this guy, but he would have figured heavy in sort of like the crime beat. He's got definitely plenty of connections to above board gambling and some alleged connections to below board gambling. Definitely owns some property, owns some uh, condos in and on casino land. Definitely has some financial interests in legitimate Indian casinos. Rumors and allegements that he's running various underground gambling establishments throughout the Twin Cities. Okay. So, right now, he's on the northwest edge of the Lake of the Isles. I think he's afraid of me. I don't know. Something to do with something going between there and here pretty rapidly. And he's trying to prove that the captain is innocent or guilty. That's all I got. The captain. 
Would Kira know the same thing that Mark does? But Likely. Like, you kind of know him as just, like, the gambling guy. Yeah. Maybe that's the person that uh, has been making waves in Rex's circle. Would there be any connection there between him and Rex? Possibly. You'd have to look into it. Yeah. What would be what what do you guys think is a better play to like try to meet up with Preston or to try to track down this captain guy? I mean, it sounds like they're gonna probably be in the same vicinity roughly. If Preston is looking into him. I mean, why why go after somebody who we're not interested in? Why just go to the source? Because we might be able to get additional information. What do you mean by the source? Theo Jones? Preston. I mean, that's who we want to talk to, right? Well. We just know who he's targeting. Why he's in town, at least a little bit. I mean, we're assuming that that's who he's targeting, is this guy. So, yeah, I suppose go to speak to Preston. I also want to know with this vision that I had, what the hell's going on with that? We should warn him. We should. I also want to know why we're all mangled, or all, all my friends were mangled in this dream as well. Was that because of his doing? And then he got it killed? sounded or, like yeah, he was getting attacked in that vision too, right? He was sitting in a chair. And we were on the ground. It was a wooden... What was the, the area? W- woods. Woods. Yeah. You said he was sitting in a chair though, right? Mm-hmm. Like a rec- sort of... Constructed for the purpose, sort of reclining chair. Reclining in oh. shape, not like a recliner. Okay, so he wasn't sitting in a casual lounging chair. No, like he was he like, was, he was seated also and, being yeah. dissected. Yeah. Okay, all right, gotcha. Lincoln clears his throat heavily as though after a lifetime of smoking and then goes, <laughs> Mark, voice still husky. Yes. I have kind of a weird question. Shoot. These bad things you see. Have you ever seen something that you could have avoided just by walking away? I mean, if I really wanted to, I could walk away, but usually these visions are about related to me in some way that have some meaning to me. So why? Why do you ask? You're interesting. I can't tell if you go into danger because of your visions or if you have these visions because you go into danger. Ah, we'll figure it out. Claps you on the back. I think his eyes go out for like a couple seconds and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> and then I will figure it out. So <clears throat> you guys yeah. ready to meet somebody famous? Is he talking about He's Preston? Preston. We've already met him kind of and he was drunk. Still famous. Sure. Val Kilmer doesn't look like Batman anymore, but I still took a selfie. <laughs> weird, weird thought. If he's a monster hunter, is he going to be anything like the Sparks Brothers? I mean, Tommy knows him decently. He was trying to sober him up, I think. (laughs) I just, uh, like, we don't mean him any, like, ill harm, but, like, is he going to mean any ill harm to us and... Yeah, I don't know. It was just a thought. Roll investigate a mystery. I think Kira Kira might bristle a little bit when you say like the Sparks Brothers. I'm sorry, okay? They were mean. They were mean. Nick was mean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I rolled a nine. I think very casually and kind of not 
Yeah, just offhandedly, Lincoln will be like, Sparks boys are second generation at what might be the peak of their power. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Please. Lariats have seen better days. They're, they go back, but they've gone down. I'd be surprised if he was proud. And from what you've told me, his house is pretty glass. I know you just gave me information, but with investigative mystery, I think, and with the nine, I get one question. Uh-huh. Could I ask <laughs> you if the Nessos and the Lariats have crossed paths and if it was a sour one? Oh, definitely. And definitely. <laughs> I don't think you know the details. Because I think it was generations ago. But I think I think the way that you kind of learned it by osmosis was like in the way that like Lariat has sort of made its way into your familial lexicon as like a kind of person who isn't actually good enough to do this life. Specifically as concerns hard decisions. Okay. Very good question. I'm full of great questions. I'd like to, when we head out, catch Lincoln to talk to them. Also, question. Speaking of pronouns, Lincoln, Ramsey, Ramsey, Lincoln, them, they, she, he, which? Lincoln is he, him, and Ramsey is she, her. Okay. All right, so we're going out to see Fine Preston. I think that's a good next step. All right. Let's do it. Do you want me to teleport you guys there? No, <laughs> says Lincoln. You won't be able to teleport all of us. You'd have to make several trips, and that just sounds like a headache. We can drive. Um, are all of us gonna fit in like your car, Kira? Or it sounds like it sounds like Lincoln wants to come. Uh, that's five of us then. Yeah, because I know usually yeah, we room. take Cosmo, but it'd be room. Yeah, there's. I've just got a mid-sized okay. SUV. I mean, do you want me along? I mean, you seem to know Preston. And then some. I know the Lariats. You seem interested. OOC, do you want Lincoln to come? Kind of, yeah. Okay. He's fun. All right. Do you think that, uh, okay, I, I know that Jones is not the best cover, but if you could, just keep it on the down low. Was this to Lincoln? Yes. Roll manipulate someone. Damn it. Nine. Manifested. On the down low from whom? He says, smokily and mischievously. I mean, immediately Preston, but also just trying to kind of keep a low profile. That resonates with me. You got it, kid. It does? He winks and walks away. Keep up, Theo Jones. I'm not a kid. <laughs> Youngest child, girl. I can smell it on you. I mean, if you know who I am. Yeah, whatever. All right. So we all hop into Kira's midsize SUV. <laughs> <laughs> I, bef- before we head out, I want Kira to talk to uh, her security team. <laughs> so Kay. Yuna and I think she's talked to Charlotte, too, and just be like, Keep an eye out. Make sure none of Rex's people are watching this building. I don't want any threats. Get poking their nose where they don't need to be. Got it. The scope and slap on it. She'll scope 
I slap. Is that unisync? She'll slap. Una. <laughs> <laughs> um, perfect. Yeah, she wants to say that, and then I guess they can head out. Okay. So we are headed to the Lake of the Isles. Yes, you are. I feel like what would make sense would be to have someone, not Kira, because she's driving, look into um, if there's any uh, of the captain's like businesses in the area to that maybe like we know that he might be like Preston could be heading to or something like that. I just want to see like what if there's any sort of properties or something out there. Could. Theo just Google Lake of the Isles and see what casinos yeah. are around the area. It could be an underground type thing too, because he does underground casinos. Theo's not an investigative reporter. <laughs> True enough. Who wants to investigate this? First of all, I need Kira to roll act under pressure for driving. Uh 14 advanced move. Sick. Okay. You're gonna get there in 10 minutes. Cool. And in that 10 minutes, Theo roll investigative mystery. Theo, roll, use Google. <laughs> Ten. Sick. Nice. Two questions. What are you looking for? Are there any nearby casinos? <laughs> casinos near me. <laughs> <laughs> casinos near me plus captain. <laughs> so you don't find any casinos near you and you don't find any casinos on Google that are associated to the captain in your city. But there is a riverboat called the Captain's Lodge. Hmm. On the river in Red Wing. Officially, it's like just sort of a curio house slash mini theme park. But even in your 10 minutes of Googling, you find at least more than one semi-reputable blog being like, is the Captain's Lodge a riverboat casino? Question mark. But riverboat gambling is not legal in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't do things really above board. Are not exclusively above board. Correct. This is not my question I want to use, but because we had at least seen Larry before, how old is he? He's like very late 30s and, and he's aged quite poorly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely holding an entire spare tire, hair thinning in a hurry. <laughs> yeah. Buddy. If you could give him one piece of advice, it would be just shave your head, bro. Just part with it, man. Okay. Okay. And are you wanting me, sort of, Lauren, to get information on the captain specifically? Yeah, I think mostly I just wanted to, to know if there was, like, a point of interest in that area that, like, we should be aware of. Because, I mean, like, the Isles is big. Mm-hmm. So... We can maybe track down, narrow down where we would want to go. Well, the po- I mean, the point of interest that you do get that's like publicly available is that he owns he owns a property there, like mm-hmm. his sort of in town home. He does seem to spend most of his time up north, mm-hmm. but when in town, uh, when he makes his comparatively high profile trips into town, he'll be at the, his his home on Lake of the Isles, one of many. Okay. As part of my, I regret this, as part of my uh, investigative mystery, would I be able to reach out to Deacon and ask him, do you know where I could locate the captain? I feel like out of all the siblings, Deacon seems to want to be into shady gambling shit. That's going to be a manipulate someone role. Okay, well, it's a good thing I have a plus one against family. 
Eight. I think the text you get back, because I assume you are texting him. First you want to throw down, now you want to party. Do you and I have to hang out more? Then a second later, why? I'm looking to gamble. A second later, bullshit. A second later, but I know some basements. When do you want to start? Where? He thinks for a couple of seconds, and then he says, name the time and I'll take you. Because it's really important. What's the seating arrangement in Kira's car? It's a very good question. I'm presuming that Anna is sitting shotgun. Yeah, Kira's driving. Yeah, Anna will probably be shotgun unless somebody else wants shotgun. Unless somebody else called it, to be yeah. clear. Yeah. No. Yeah, so she'll be shotgun. Mark the you and Lincoln in the back. Okay. What incredibly important note, where is Lincoln in this? Because unless one of you, one or both of you sort of pushed for it, Lincoln would mischievously sit between you. <laughs> I mean, would would he like intentionally and like aggressively sit between the two of us? Because Theo was a pushover and would let yeah, I think him like choose Mar- his seat. Yep. All right. Uh, I think from the back seat, Kira, you'll hear. So I know a couple of locations where the captain might be. Yeah. There's a little bit of a catch. Lay it on me. Deacon knows where it is. So much for the down low. If you've got your resources, why not use them? Is there anybody else that's maybe like not as shitty as Deacon that we would know that might be in the gambling scene? Like Nick or... If you don't want me to use my resources, then... I mean, which is totally fine. Like, I totally get it, but like... Lincoln's gonna look at you quite sideways indeed. Are you offended, Theo Jones? (laughs) I'm just trying to help. It's fine. It's whatever. You can ask the Sparks brothers. You can ask Casey for all I care. You asked me to try and find some information. The only resources I have are through my family. Sorry. Don't apologize, Theo. I I just don't trust the guy. He's not exactly my favorite person, and he, he's treated you like shit. But if you think he can help us, then fine. I think Theo, like, whispers. But he is family. And I think Lincoln's eyebrows will go up at that just a bit. Why don't you call Tommy and see what he knows? Kind of a moot point at this point. Mark, you are aware that you are pulling up to where you had pinpointed Preston Lariat. Uh, hey, hey guys, I think we're here. <sighs> okay. Do we see any sign of Preston anywhere? Roll rate of that situation. Who? Who wants to look? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> someone roll it and someone roll help out. I'll be looking because I noticed that we're pulling up. I'll probably also be looking. That makes sense. Theo's pouting. <laughs> That also makes sense. <laughs> I'll roll help out. Uh, Kira will. She's Kay. got help. She's got helping hand. I rolled a seven, so that gives you a plus two. Eleven. Seven, eleven. Sick. Okay. So yeah, I think what that means is that none of the rest of you can really see him because he is against all odds, properly hidden in some bushes. But Mark can see like the predator sees 
the distinctive sort of through the leaves, almost thermal outline of chubby, shockingly sober Preston Lariat. Oh, yeah, he's he's right over there in the bushes. Mark, you know precisely where he is and you can lead everybody else to him. Yeah, can you can you see over there? Do you see him? As a bush, Mark. <laughs> you don't no. see him, but you, you see a reasonably good hiding place. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh right. Um he's he's in the bush. I think by way of uh expedition, after a few seconds of staring at that precise place, you see what is what would otherwise have seemed like a rustle of branches, but now because you're staring at it seems clearly like the peeking up of a telephoto lens and then the retraction of same. Where is that lens like pointing? Towards an extremely big, elaborate and ostentatious house. Basically, as you're looking at Preston, to the left. He's taking a picture of a house. It's got like the like a sort of winding road path up to it that's covered on all sides with really definitely not from around here plants, pavers and such. You want me to get him? Well, we can just walk up to yeah, him. Yeah, we can just talk to him and let him know. I mean, we probably want to warn him about that thing that we saw. Get a feel for what he's doing. You want me to have him come to us? (laughs) (laughs) What? What was that? I think Anna just like looks back between the three of you, like in the back seat, and just like gets out. (laughs) 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 Just starts walking. Okay. What? (laughs) I think Mark gets out and follows you guys. Yeah, Theo will come along, hands in pockets. Okay. Lincoln comes along too. I think after everybody leaves her car, Kira just kind of takes a second and just goes, <sighs> and just takes a big breath in and out. Is this a no one else sees it thing? Yeah. Relax under pressure. 12. Vance move. All right. But yeah, I think she sits there and kind of just <sighs> takes a moment to herself. I think she might pull out her phone and look at uh, the last couple text messages from Casey and remember how they kind of left things at ears. I think she's like about to maybe text her, but she thinks better of it and puts it away. And then she'll get out of the car and fall after everybody else. Okay, so you go trudging through somebody's lawn up to this copse of bushes. As you sort of break their cover. Is there like a bench nearby or something? It's not a park. It's it's like somebody's yard. Oh, we're at like a yard. I see. Okay. Yeah. It's like the, the houses on the lakes. <laughs> I kind of like the idea that like as Anna's like walking up, she like grabs like a pebble and just like chucks <laughs> it at the fucking thing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you hear just like a very soft and involuntary. Oi! <laughs> and then a... A ruddy, chubby, pale face pops up out of the out of the bushes and is like, "Do you mind?" Uh, yeah, dude, you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Way to drop the ball. <laughs> My friend has visions. <laughs> he like beckons. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. All men die." And I will like go crouch down into like the bush or whatever that he's in. What gave me away? What did I miss? Professional uh, courtesy. You understand. We saw the camera. 
poking up. Hmm. I saw the outline of you in the bushes. I knew I should have painted it green. It futzes with the photo quality, though, you understand. What are we what are we looking at here? Well, it's a Nikon with a telephone. Oh no, uh, but <laughs> who are we spying on? That's a bit forward. Who why are you here? Trying to warn you you're gonna die. Trying to help you save your life. All men die, but what are you doing no, here? No, we saw you like my friend, Mark, hi. We met you once before, by the way, in Chicago. You were terribly drunk. Might not remember. Um, huh. And Must have been a weekday. Right. And my friend, he has visions. And he saw you getting like something sucked out of you and you died. <laughs> Professional courtesy and all. I thought maybe we should tell you. But not like in a cool way? No. Damn. I'm sorry. Are you Preston Lariat? Like. The monster hunting of the monster hunting like family. Of the family. I think Theo just like gotta like looks him up and down, like evaluating, like disappointed, but okay. In your evaluation, he's just some dweeb. He's nothing. Like to the extent that you can sort of sense a magical aura on somebody, you sense nothing off of him. To the extent that you are a good judge of character, you think that he's a fucking wanker. <laughs> Does he have an adverse reaction to my eyes because I'm not wearing glasses right now? He doesn't seem to have a reaction to your eyes. He's pretty focused still on uh, the house and like explaining himself and all that kind of shit. Okay. So let me get this straight. You're here not to ruin my investigation, which you are doing, by the way, but to save my life. Kind of. Ooh, what are you investigating? That's quite a question. Who are any of you? Why are we having this conversation here right now? We need to leave immediately. You're going to burn me. Against who? Who are you spying on? Roll manipulate someone. Ten. This is Anna, by the way. Congratulations. <laughs> Phillips, Garrick, Olson, Tower, the captain, anybody connected to your guy, the king, someone's been going back and forth, and they shouldn't be. And it's someone powerful, and they're doing something bad, and I have to stop them. You and Theo, like, looks him up and down, unimpressed. What makes you think they're doing something bad? I'm sorry, who are any of you? Uh, Kira will step forward and be like, Kira Ashwood, um, Tommy Sparks, you might know his name. We're friends. Are you Kira Ashwood or are you Tommy Sparks? Oh my God. Tommy Sparks can vouch for us. We're, we're good friends of his. I find that hard to believe. We met you in Chicago. And why is that hard to believe? Tommy Sparks has friends. Yeah. (laughs) Brave new world. He looks back through his camera. I'm sorry that you were in too much of a drunken stupor last time to remember any of us, but we do what you do, and we came here to help you because our friend had a vision that you were going to die. We might be able to help you with, what was it, this tower person? If you tell us some information. Isn't that the first thing that you learn about monster hunting is to rely on your resources? He takes the camera away from his face, verified resources. And right now, not a single one of you 
is, and there's a window breaking. In the house that he was watching? Yes. Oof. His eyes go wide. He looks from each of you individually, throws the camera over his shoulder, and runs towards the house. Mark takes off after him. Cool. And can I get a gauge on what's happening in the window? Roll rate a bad situation. Seven. <laughs> One question. What is a danger that we haven't seen yet? Well, that's a very troubling question. Why? So when you look kind of towards the house and you try to blink and use your sight to see sort of living and non-living entities within and without the house, you can see in the basement two dozen figures arranged around a trio of circular tables. On the second floor, you can see one definitely alive person and three like climbing in through the window. One has one is in there with him and two more are climbing up the walls and into the window on the opposite side of the house. Two two other people? Figures. Or, oh figures, okay. Like like you're just seeing this sort of as as Sorry, blowing words. <laughs> Sorry, Peopleish figures. Yeah. So you, yeah, I see one one definitely alive person, as like in looking and glowing in the same color and aura as the people in the basement, and then another figure in the room with them, and then two more climbing in through the window that have the same desperate and oddly familiar aura as the thing being pulled out of Preston Lariat from your vision. Are these figures anything like what Anna saw in her vision? Unclear. Can I try and grab Preston? To do what with? Just hold him back because I don't know if he knows what he's getting into. Roll act under pressure. 12. Yeah, you get ahead of him because you are faster than him, obviously. And then you put a hand on his chest and stop him in his tracks. And he won't run forward anymore. And he kind of looks at your hand and then looks at your face like, what are you doing? Do you see how many spirits there are in there? Three tables, about three three dozen of them. Like, there's a ton of them in there. How could you possibly? I can see them. He blinks and appears to see your eyes for the very first time. Brimstone, what are you? What's in there? What are you doing? Danger. Well, I got that. What are... Rushing towards danger to investigate the... We're wasting time. We're going to get killed. This is exactly the shit that I was seeing in my Someone vision. Someone else is going to get killed. Anna and Kira would probably start following behind to uh, catch up with them. If these tables or spirits or whatever, if they kill the captain, this whole thing was for nothing and we get no information. Do you even know if the captain's in there? Of course he's in there. This is where he lives. Did you see him? It's his public party. Did you see him? He starts to fumble with his camera as though to show you a picture. It takes him forever to flip through. <laughs> it's going to take him too long. He's going to get it. If you don't get impatient, he will. By, by the time he finds the picture, are they already caught up? Yes, every, you're all caught up. There, there are three tables downstairs. There's two dozen people down there wrapped around. There's also these entities that are crawling up that I saw being pulled out of his chest. The same things from your vision? Yes. All right. Christ, you're confusing. Time to do this uh, ethereal thing then. Theo, oh, wait a minute. Can I banish uh, or cast out evil? 
You could, if you get in the room with him. All right, I think, can I tell, uh, I can't teleport into the room because I haven't been with that guy. You could, but you'd have to roll it. All right. I'm I'm going to try and cast out evil, guys. I don't know if that, if they know what that is. <laughs> right. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to try and banish these guys. Larry, it squints. You're going to what? <laughs> Just, I'll, I'll tell you after. This is the fifth weirdest day of my life. Uh, part of me is thinking, like, I feel like they would just, like, be like, why don't you leave this to the professionals and go hide in a bush? Oh, boy. Oh. Preston rises an inch or two. Excuse me? Guys, 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 guys. Let's just get in there and focus. This guy's only got a little bit of time left. I don't even want to be here. Lincoln, let's show me how to do this ether touch thing. It's not really something that... All right, let's try it. Can I go in? Are we good? Are you asking for permission or are you asking me? I'm asking consent from the team. Okay. Yeah, uh, and or Kira wants to try this ether touch thing. Okay. But you can do whatever you want, Mark. I'm gonna teleport in. And Anna, Anna would probably try to do it too, even though she sucks at it. <laughs> so I think Mark jumps in. What do I see when I first step through? Did you roll? And what did you roll? Nine. Well then. Uh oh. You did this. Did I just teleport in on someone having sex? <laughs> Close. <laughs> what? Yeah, you open your eyes and you see a. Um, the first thing that catches your eye is those like semi opaque glass bricks in a arrangement of six. Okay. With subway tiles up and down the wall. Look at the floor. It's also a pure white tile with the occasional. Uh, black fleck. You look to your right and you can see an empty shower, badly in need of a cleaning. And you look to your left and you see a very surprised uh, middle-aged man. (laughs) White briefs around his ankles. (laughs) (laughs) Cell phone in hand. (laughs) Oh, what what is going on? You're Son, I don't think I'm the one who needs to answer that question. What in God's name is going on? <laughs> he throws his phone at you. Ah, I don't want to touch that. <laughs> I think Mark just like does his cast out evil thing. <laughs> Without even. There's too much damn evil in this room. <laughs> He's just so embarrassed by the situation. The Mark. The toilet flushes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, I think that Theo's going to run in as well, but before she turns away, like I think to Anna and Kira, be careful. And I think Theo's gonna like jog in towards the house. Is there like a sliding glass door or something? Yeah, I think so. On like the, I think on this side of the house, there's, there is a glass sort of side slash back slash like public area. Like this is probably where the parties, the public side side of the parties would be happening. And I'm assuming that Theo cannot see the two figures that Mark saw. No. But once you get inside, you can hear some degree of commotion upstairs. Cool. Is there anyone down here? Not on the first floor. Okay. Um, 
Do I have to roll for that? Um, to cast out evil. Yeah, when you did that, the toilet flushed. No, I, I thought that, that that worked in the vicinity of the house. Do you have to be in the space that you activate that? Uh, you're you're not in that house, is what I'm telling you. Oh, oh. You teleported. It was literally somebody you else. Missed. You went to some other dude's house. That's right. Okay. You didn't right. quite manage Sorry. it. <laughs> went to some other dude's house and we're like, what are you doing in here? <laughs> what in are your bathroom? <laughs> What are those? <laughs> and then his and then his toilet just flushed. You said, "What are you doing here?" And he said, "I don't think I need he to answer." He definitely that thinks there's a ghost in his house now. <laughs> I'm immediately out of embarrassment. Just gonna go back to there and then get out. Yeah, I assumed. Keep an eye on this neighborhood because there's a there's a house that's gonna be going on the mar- on the market tomorrow. <laughs> Some dude with flaming eyes flushed my toilet. There's a demon in my house. I'm haunted by a shit ghost. (laughs) (laughs) What does Theo do, Maya? Oh, uh, she would run towards, I guess, like the nearest commotion. Okay, that'll be upstairs. Roll act under pressure to see how fast you get there. Do Anna or Kira need to roll for the thingy? Which thingy? The ether touch. They want to try to do that. That's that's like an extremely close contact move. Oh, like it's not like you just do it and it's like lasts for a duration. You have to like. You have to like do it while you're doing it, and you have to like oh. make you have to make your hand into something that can touch ghosts the entire time you want to touch the ghost. Oh well, then in that case, they're running with you. Okay. I misunderstood. Yeah. Um, I rolled a ten. Okay. Then I think all of you, with time to spare, you can you get up to the second floor and bust into defo an office. Like it's much less tidy than most offices you would have sort of seen of this sort of caliber, because everything in here is extremely expensive and is stacked sometimes feet high with papers. Uh, but in a lot of cases, at this point. Those stacks have been cast into chaotic piles because at or near the center is a vaguely trim kind of athletic man with pure white hair elevated a little bit off the ground. At his feet lies the nautical hat that had previously been on his head. He's wearing white slacks, navy blue blazer, a now slightly askew ascot. And fucking boat shoes, no socks. He's being held off the ground by maybe six and a half foot tall human figure. It wears nothing. It in fact seems to be sort of stitched together, fully covered in a bland, pale layer of almost grayish skin. Its face is basically featureless except for the sewing scars that cross it like a map. Its eyes are just indents. Its mouth too, like an open mouth with a sheet stretched across it. Okay. Um, now can they do that thing? (laughs) If you run up to it. Yeah. I can also cast out evil too. I think if you try to run up to it, by the by, Lingam will grab your shoulder. Who's? 
whoever wants to run. I assume Kira. No, it probably would have been Anna because she sort of knows how to do it. No, he'll say in a distinctively feminine sounding voice. We have to help. Help different. Jones, flame eyes. Thea's going to start muttering a couple of words, moving her hands and attempt to cast out evil. I would be very pleased for you to attempt that. Yeah. I regret taking this move because it's real tough and I get nothing to tough. Ooh, 10. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. I think this is wow. the first time I successfully rolled it. It is banished. So here is what happens. So there is a thing that had crawled through the broken window that like was sort of crawling vulpine and just drops prone. There was something that had been in the process of climbing through the window and its head knocks and like slashes into the broken edges of glass in the broken window and kind of catches for a second. The whole thing goes limp like a deflated balloon. There isn't blood per se, but a kind of like more than anything, it looks like vodka sauce, like red, orange and thick. And then the thing that has uh, the captain off the ground, same thing. It just is like it deflates like those. Did you ever know those toys when you when our parents were kids that like you push the button and then the the horse that was built at a string just oh. collapsed? Yeah, yeah, yep. it's like that. Like whatever was keeping this thing holding up is just not there anymore. And the man lands technically on his feet, but not expecting that he was going to be landing, falls to his knees and then his hands and then his chest and is then yanks out the ascot and is gasping for breath. And only then does Preston Lariat also come join you in this room. Oh, boy. Was that you? I think he like crab walks back from the group of you. I can pay you. You don't have to do this. Uh, what well, is we just this? You think Mark walks in? Do what? You're not the skin jobs. Skin jobs? No, we stopped that. Why? I think Preston Larry will step forward and be like, "Trust me when I tell you that we." didn't do this. Pretending for a moment that you accept that answer as fact, who did? Can Theo open her third eye and read a bad situation? I would love for Theo to open her third eye and read a bad situation. Nine. Okay. Ask one question. Technically, I get two questions because the third eye, so I get an additional hold. Very well, he replied darkly. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Ask two questions. What are these things? (laughs) I don't think you could reasonably know that. Okay. Unless you would like to answer what you could know. I can answer it. It might not be to your satisfaction, but it will be the information that you could have reasonable access to right now. Okay. So could I instead ask what was powering these things you can absolutely ask what was powering these things because you can see it fluttering away 
very nearly due north. It's that same sort of um, odd, indescribable color that you remember. You definitely remember that from the masks and from Quinn's. So a sad wealth color. Yeah, kind of. And it's just you see you see just kind of these three formless blobs of energy flying like combining and recombining and separating like oil in the water of the air, escaping your sight to the north. That's what was powering them. Second question. Because Lincoln had stopped Kira and Anna from using the ether touch. What would be the best way to protect against these things? Would I be able to know that? Otherwise I can ask a different question. Here's what I can tell you. If you want to stop them, kill them, you will require, you will need ether touch. If you want to prevent them from attacking or like fight them, you can fight you can fight them physically in any capacity you wish. They're very strong, they're very fast, and they can be dealt with with conventional weapons because in the form that they have been put in, they're flesh and blood. But if you want to kill them, you'll need to do that thing. Could I ask do you mind if I ask a clarifying question kind of? Yep. I'm assuming that like cuz you said they're like water in the air. Mm-hmm. They're different than like Magicka. Yes. Well, ask that question again. What do you mean by that? Are you asking if they are Magicka? I don't know. I had a really bad idea about if there's a way for Theo to like not necessarily absorb them, but like capture them. But I mean, you did say to kill them and stop them is with the ether touch. So never mind. I think definitely similar vibe. Mm hmm. This is a really weird analogy, but like as flour is to dough, like it's related, but definitely in a different physical form. Yeah. The captain bends down, picks up his hat and puts it back on his pure white hair. So, okay. Who are you? Um, Kira Ashwood uh, with a private investigation firm. <laughs> Theo gives you a look like. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We're just starting. I heard about some disturbances in this area, um, some supernatural phenomenon, possibly. Seems those rumors might be confirmed. I think you'll hear a very vague sound from Preston being like, that's not what we're <clears throat> I think Anna, oh. Anna bumps him. <laughs> yeah. So what have you, is this the first time this you've encountered something like this before? Mr... Captain. Uh. <clears throat> Where are my manners? What, can I get you a drink? What do you drink? You look like a whiskey man. He points at Mark. Uh. Ah, you're a whiskey man. Uh. <laughs> he goes over to a, a wall, opens what didn't look like cupboards before, but is now dozens of extremely fancy looking liquor bottles. For the people who saved my life. Okay, here we go. I'm, I'm thinking Manhattan. Points at Mark. Italian Greyhound points at Hannah. Seltzer points at Theo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's go with that. 
You I don't get a read on, points at Preston. Preston crosses his arms and goes, Seltzer. Theo's <laughs> <laughs> eyebrows go up on that. What's Kira's drink? Tequila. Tequila. And he sets about <laughs> making you some drinks. Are the bodies of these creatures still there? Yup. Could Theo go over to one of them? Sure. Well, so I was thinking about using entropy, making them maybe disappear. Okay. Um, but if there was anything Anna or Kira wanted to do first. I think... <laughs> I think Theo's like crouching down in front of it, pulls out probably like kind of like a wand or something from her drawstring bag, and pokes it a little bit. And then looks up as if for permission. Yeah, no, I think... I think Anna like takes uh, the drink that, uh, what was it, a greyhound you said for Anna? Italian greyhound, vodka, grapefruit, and a little bit of Campari. Mmm, sounds good. I think Anna Anna takes it and was just like, takes a sip and just like thumbs up Theo. <laughs> like, you got this. Okay. Do whatever. I'm feeling no pain. And Kira, Kira, whatever, she takes the shot of tequila and it's just like, thanks. And then when he looks, turns away to like pour another drink, she just pours it into a plant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, would you roll uh, read a bad situation one more time for me for reasons I do not care to disclose? 12. Okay. There appears to be a room behind that liquor cabinet in which there is... A small, I'm looking for the right, wrong adjective. And I think where I'm landing is staticky. Hmm. Female humanoid form. Huh. And you, you said in a doorway behind this cabinet? There appears to be a secret room behind the liquor cabinet. Well, take a drink, old boy. Oh, I would, but there's a... Yes, quite a spot of bother indeed. Calls for celebration. No, no, no. See, I'm, I'm, I'm. You and I have survived another day. You see, I'm really curious in that room that's uh, behind that uh, that wall over there. His eyes focus imperceptibly. I beg your pardon. Well, I can see it clear as day. He looks back at the cabinet. Looks back at you. The day is ending. It is. And there's a figure standing there too. I see. As Theo disintegrates this body on the ground. Did you have you, could you roll? Yeah, I can roll. <laughs> 12 advanced moves. Oh. Nice. Damn, girl. Theo like holds her hands out above the body, and I feel like, like, light, light pink. Like, light kind of shimmers down and, like, kind of dissolves. And Theo mutters, Oh boy. She has something planned. Papa Sintheto, which is disintegrate in Greek. Love it. So I think all at once, this body, the one kind of stuck to the window, and the one in between the window and you guys, and the odd pasta sauce blood, <laughs> all like <laughs> disintegrates and like flutters up into the sky, kind of like blank white embers. And just disintegrates and floats away and, and uh, casts itself back into the air. And now, other than the broken window, there is no evidence 
The broken window and the spilled over stacks of papers, there's no evidence that anything odd happened here at all. Except, of course, for all of you. I'm hoping that'll help intimidate or manipulate the captain to work with us. I'll allow that to count as, as a help out for whoever wants to roll and manipulate someone on the captain. I mean, Mark's the one talking to him. I was going to say, probably me. Did you want me to roll help out? No, I'm going to count oh, okay. it. You rolled use magic. Yeah. Uh, but I think actually he'll go to hand you your seltzer and be like, well, I'll be. Would you like something stronger? No, this is good. Thanks. Very well. I just rolled double sixes. Nice. Dude. Oh, 13. I think he looks directly at you, Mark. You can't let anyone know about this. No, about what? Yeah, about what? What are you talking about? Not the king. Not any of his generals. Then he points at Preston and goes, If he's here, it's as I fear. Swear it. He bends down and grabs something, pulls it back up and holds it out. And he's holding like a bundle of paisley cloth. And he says, upon my ascot, swear it. Uh, we, we swear. What do I do with that? He's like dangling this cloth. He wants you to grab the bottom part. Oh, um, he grabs it. And with kind of confusion on his face. Okay. While he's distracted, I want Kira to slip into the shadows and try to go behind this door. Okay, roll plus weird. Ten. You do it. Plus one on my next roll. So you slip through, and you can see as you slip through the finest points in between the, the shelves that would like, there's the ones that open in, and then these would open out, and then there's this little chamber, inside which is little more than a closet. There is like a pretty big, <laughs> like a jumbo canister of cheese balls <laughs> and a really huge water bottle and then like maybe she doesn't see you but like a 15 year old girl and she's muttering something in a language you can't understand okay she's dressed like i kind of think she's dressed like a tiktok teen with like super super tight black pants and a huge white graphic tee mm-hmm. so like theo ah is that a theo's dress a little bit. Is Theo a TikTok team? <laughs> no. Definitely black skinny jeans. Her hair is super, super long and like dyed black up to about halfway and then just sort of dark blonde to the roots. Anything supernatural I'm getting off of her? How would you know? Um. Like what might I have you roll? Because I can tell you one thing. Uh, the only thing that really would I think would apply would be like that old black magic. When you use magic, you can investigate a mystery as your effect. So like if I can, you can ask, you can ask a question from the investigative mystery move. Then roll use magic. Plus one from my last roll. So that's 14 advanced move. Damn kid. They're not out, but she has incredibly familiar green wings. Executive producer, Shawnee Grubb.
This has been The Monster's Playbook, featuring John Wander as Mark Layton, Lauren Johnson as Anna and Kira Ashwood, Maya Dutchen as Theo Nessos, and Johnny Grubb as literally everybody else. Our theme song is by me, Johnny Grubb. The Monster's Playbook is produced and engineered by Maya Dutchen and edited by Maya Dutchen and Lauren Johnson. If you liked this episode, please tell a friend. We love friends. You can find The Monster's Playbook on the social media channel of your choice. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. You can hang out with us on our Discord. And if you like what we're doing, please consider supporting us on Patreon. We'll see you next episode where, as always, I'll have some good news and some bad news. Thanks for listening. But if it would make you feel any better, Kira, and I think Theo might walk up to Rex, mm-hmm. pull out a little like safety scissors from her. Uh, what is going on? What, fuck, what are they called? The ugly thing. Fanny pack? Yeah. The ugly things. <laughs> I hate I hate that it's trendy right now. I hate it. She pulls out. For our listener, uh, if you wear scissors. a fanny pack, you are completely fine. It's going fine. to be cut from the podcast. <laughs>